Oh, apparently I've slept with every man in Manhattan except the bartender and you. Are you drunk? <laughs> Just drunk enough. Listen, honey, I want to give you a little tip. <laughs> you see, Carrie's not as tough as she looks. So, if you don't have the balls to give her everything she deserves, you better leave her the hell alone. initially one of the ideas that i came up with and wanted to have like this kind of mini podcast series one of the things i definitely want to talk about were the boyfriends and the lovers of the sex in the city squad and i wanted to come down to you know who was the best of the best and instead of doing a power ranking, which I think I may have teased on like an early episode, we're just going to do an elimination bracket and, and figure this bad boy out. So the way that I put together the bracket, there's going to be 16 seedings. Um, it's going to be a combination of boyfriends and lovers and maybe even the occasional jump off, I believe, somewhere in here. So the first seeds are Big, who's the number one seed. Uh, Smith Jarrett <laughs> is the number two seed. Uh, for the three seed, we have Steve Brady, and the four seed, we have Harry Goldenblatt. Uh, basically, they have the top seeds because they ended up with a woman at the end. Everyone else is ordered in alphabetical order. <laughs> so let's go ahead and kick this bad boy off. So, for the first match in the tournament of boyfriends and lovers, we have Big, aka John James Preston, and we have Trey McDougal. Can I, so, can I just say how fucking ridiculous it was that his name was a reveal? Only rewatching it was I like, oh my fucking god. Okay. I hate that. I hated it. One of the first ones that people were like, you're really not going to do that, was having Carrie Bradshaw have an affair with a married man. At that time, that was like women weren't allowed to be good and bad, noble and a failure. Uh, nice and selfish and so when we decided that we were going to give Carrie uh, have a mistake make a mistake like that um, that was kind of a big deal oh I thought of another one the last episode the last moment of sex in the city and I realized to say mr. Big's name and I just went on the on the John and I was like oh and then when I, and I told all the writers and they were like what the hell and I was like yeah we have to say his name because now he's real was it always John in my mind no. It, he had no name. He was Mr. Big until I, I wanted to make the most, if I was going to give a name, I wanted to be the most generic American, just generic, almost pilgrim name. Like there's that. no spin. It's just John. She went six seasons and however many years in real in Showtime calling him Big 
Big. She spent a whole episode going to San Francisco, I believe, in order to hook up with Big. Because she's like, he's going to give it to me big. There were so many big puns big pun. about how big horny she was. And but also, then, what was she going to do when she got to the hotel if he wasn't in the lobby? Like, Right, right. Uh, I'm here to see Mr. Big. Oh, we all know Mr. Big. Like, ah, uh, yes, Mr. Big. <laughs> he's been oh, expecting no, you, Mr. Big. Like, what? What are we doing? Yeah, that was real shitty how they did that at the end. John, John, and then the way she John. says it, John. And right then I knew Jacob Chingleheimer Schmidt. Name is mine. Like, Jeez. I'm sorry, but like when I first, you have to understand when I first watched this show, I was a goddamn child. Like, yes, you were. And now I'm like, I'm sorry that we were building to him having a normal man name. And we didn't even learn his middle and last name until the movie. He was just John at the end of the show. Basically. And like, you moved to Paris and you didn't even know his first. Mm. Anyway. As someone who has, you know, now made a made a bit out of saying how quickly I would move to Europe for some rando, I would at least like to know that rando's legal name in case I go missing. Um, mm, would you though, Cat? Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, we understood this. Like, if anyone said I will pay for you to be in the country of Europe, you said I will go. Yeah. Did uh, not say there was. Very definitive. Yeah. There yeah. Was, no, there was but not like, there would have been else. a credit. There would have been a credit check. Well, it's not as funny if you're going to check credit and give full names. I'm sorry. I have expensive taste. And I, if I'm being a kept woman, then I got to know that you can handle it. Hey, words to live by. You hear that, fellas? I guess John can hang because he can afford to hang. <laughs> so, okay. So we're going to do, you know, two out of uh, best out of three. And, you know, Trey, he was rich. You know, he was hands on. Yeah. But that's. That's all I bring to the table. So is it unanimous that we're, we're voting uh, big to advance? Big advances. We're, right. we're making big moves. Oh, big moves. Okay. All right. And so the, the next matchup, <laughs> which is Kellen's favorite character, Burger versus cool. Siobhan. Siobhan was the... African-American gentleman that Samantha had the fling with. There is no reason to bring race into this. Siobhan is a sweet man. We have great sex, and he happens to have the biggest black cock. We know he has a big black cock. By the way, if you if you look back into that episode, Kellen, Bodie is in that episode as Siobhan's entourage. Oh, He's Lord. in that episode. Look, so, at, look at uh, my man Preston getting the bag. Love it. I know. So, I mean, I think this is a, we don't even really need to remember what Siobhan's story arc was. I'm guessing we're going to sweep to advance Siobhan over Burger. No, I'm voting Burger. Hey, okay. So, uh, <laughs> so Kat, here's the topic Burger oh, no. or Siobhan. Can I just ask for a criteria setting question? Okay. Is this like fuck Mary Kill or is this like for the sake of the show? For the sake of the show. Because obviously we're playing oh, Fuck Mary Kill. Know, it's man. Kill Burger. I don't I don't know, man. Like I I think this I think the parameters could be whatever you want. Like if you see the two characters and you think one character is better than the other, or there's one character you would like to be more with than the other, you can go with that. For me picking Siobhan over Burger, like 
Like if I'm Sam, I mean, it's it's not even a contest. Like, like especially like he's obviously a, a rich, handsome, successful black man uh, doing his thing in, in the world of hip hop or the Darren Star world of hip hop. Um, <laughs> Burger is completely judgmental. He's completely lacks confidence. Like he's he's a he's the worst. He's the fucking worst. He's absolutely worst. Burger's so. the worst. There's no context in which I would say Burger is a better character what than Siobhan. a better character than Burger? No. Yes. By, by no. default. No. By absolute, okay, well, Cat Cat is a tiebreaker. Cat will be picking the winner for this one then. If Carrie learned something from Burger, it'd be better, though. And that's why I have to advance Siobhan, I think, because I don't there think Carrie learned anything from Burger. And I think he's less fuckable and also, like, was super annoying and wasn't. Did, she didn't learn anything from him. In fairness, Carrie's fatal flaw is that she never learned anything ever, but ever. it's fine. There you go. Absolutely. Great pick. Great pick. So the next pick that we have is going to be Harry Goldenblatt versus Sam. And Sam, I believe, was Timothy Oliphant, right? Tonight, I needed more. I got in deeper and deeper. Well, that was... Totally awesome. I was hooked. Gone. Who cares about age, crossword puzzles, the cab money I'd left on the table? This felt so good, I'd do anything to keep this high. And just when I thought I couldn't get any higher, he spooned me. Yeah! (laughs) He was a a super young boy that Carrie was doing. uh, Who did not have tips in his hair um no he had what? his hair fixed he looks he had a little bit goatish um so i'm so, not having this argument again i know so this is going to be a, a personal one for cat so cat you get the first vote so are we going timothy olibay or are we going harry goldenblatt this is actually kind of hard <laughs> that's, and that's, i kind of hate that it is um <laughs> I feel like I, I gotta go Harry, though. Ooh, uh, wow. I'm surprised. Please explain yourself. Okay, well, first of all, the entire time they were in Timothy Oliphant's apartment, I felt like I was gonna throw up, uh, which is, like, <laughs> not uh, super attractive to me. Yeah, I think he's attractive, but I also feel like Harry, like, actually cared, show up, showed up, like, did what he needed to do, and, like, the whole plot of the Timothy Oliphant story was, like, smooches, am I right? And don't get me wrong, smooches, am I right? But, like, he didn't advance the plot, he wasn't interesting enough as a character on his own, and, like, hey, 1998 Timothy Oliphant, hey. He was not husbandable material, and he clearly didn't even justify a second episode. So if he wasn't that hot, I don't think he, he would have even made it to the rating. Uh, well, very true. If if he was not Timothy Oliphant, he would just... If this was Bradley Cooper in this role, I would not have put him on this chart. But I had to, to at least torment you for the moment, Kat. Yeah, uh, I know. And it does break my heart to vote against him. I know, I know. So, Kellen... Who are we going with uh, Harry Goldenblatt or the jump off with the terrible apartment, Sam? I'm going Harry. Timothy Oliphant is not that. He's not all that in a bag of chips. Sorry. Oh, wow. Personal I didn't opinion. know you are going there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with the Harry Jew on this one. All right. 
Shout out to the Harry Jews. <laughs> and how how are you voting, Marcus? Oh yeah, it, it was gonna be Harry. Like it's, he's getting a clean sweep. Like mm-hmm. particularly the first season that he's introduced, that's when I love Harry. The only time I don't love him is when he's ass naked on white furniture, which is fucking bugged out of the, his fucking yeah. mind. My man does like, not care about your furniture. That's just fucking gonna, crazy. He can afford to fix it. That's he, just he can. crazy. But yeah, Charlotte divorced else. pretty quickly. But uh, speaking of failed romances, the next round we have Aiden versus Robert, and Robert uh, was portrayed by Blair Underwood, uh, the smooth chocolatey dude that moved into Miranda's home, and he laid pipe. Uh, <laughs> for me. I'm actually going Robert over Aiden. I'm going Robert because the relationship didn't fail because he was a bad guy. It failed because she was Miranda was in love with Steve still. But I don't know, man. Like I'm going Robert. Like he he was mad wavy. Uh, he worked in the NBA, so he's he is connected. He was plugged up. In the last that we saw him, he was he was going out with two shawties at one time. So I mean. <laughs> He's putting up numbers on the board, so I'm going Robert on this one. I, too, am voting for Robert. Never been a big Aiden fan. That's, I've never hidden that fact. Fuck Aiden. But. Ooh. Why is yeah. it fuck Aiden? You you got to explain this theory. Why is it fuck Aiden? I just don't like Aiden, man. He's like the. I, I, I just, just something about his stupid face makes me want to punch him in it, all right? I, I can't explain it. It's wow. not a rational idea. He looks like someone drew a picture of Chevy Chase and then, like, they tried to 3D render, like, a bad artist's rendering of Chevy Chase. Yes. That that is perfect. Like, John Corbett's trash, Aiden's trash. There's nothing to discuss. Honestly, Robert could have, would have been, could have possibly been Miranda's endgame and have been better for her character. But again, she's being defined by a man. So, Robert over Aiden. Aiden. The the, (laughs) Chevy Chase without the Coke problem. Cat, are we doing a clean sweep or is it going to be two one for Aiden? We we sure are, Mark. Damn, uh, I I was not a big Aiden fan. I felt like numerous times his insecurities were holding Carrie back and uh, himself. And himself, I've never been a big fan of people who are are together because it's like convenient. I don't like that as a trope, and uh, this had that all over it. Damn, the clean sweep. This is a, this is the upset of the tournament. This is why they play March Madness. Like Aiden's out in the first round. Ooh, you'd love to see it. You'd fucking love to see it. I do love to see it. All right, so this this next matchup, you know how they say good guys finish last? Well, he's about to finish last. In the number two seed, we have Smith Jared versus the number 15 seed Skipper. <laughs> This is like the two, the two, like literally probably the two best guys on the show as far as like them yeah. being actual nice human beings. But well, one of them is not gonna get chose. Like I, I'm laughing. You can tell why I'm leaning toward. But uh, Cal, we need we need your vote. We picking Smith or Jared? Uh, Smith or Skipper? It is with the chance. You're not picking Skipper, Cat. There's no way. <laughs> I I am gonna give Skipper like a very like 
emphatic tip of my hat. I think that he is a great character in the first season. I kind of wish we had gotten some some more interesting with him. If we had gotten a little bit more of a of a panache on that, a little bit more investment, maybe I think this would be a bit of a harder decision. But as someone who who often has partners that are older than them, I feel like I gotta go for my boy Smith Jared. Um, <laughs> That's a great pick. I kind of wish Skipper had hung around. Like not so much like he needs a story or whatever, but I mean, just he was just a give good Skipper a couple character. He was just give a Skipper a few times a season, man. If you want to have him involved in one of the plots, cool. But I mean, he don't got to be banging one of the main four. Like just just check it on Skipper, man. So uh, I went out to lunch with my friend Skipper. Blah 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 blah. Why nah, not? Skipper is the the only functionality Skipper has is for Carrie to emotionally dump on him, which is just not really too close-minded about old skip uh, there was potential smith or skipper kellen <laughs> i wasn't even ready to make my pick i was making a whole different other point and here you are cutting me off so i'm just gonna say what up jared you sexy motherfucker go ahead dante <laughs> <laughs> um, you stay bro <laughs> um, i mean it's it's not close i would like... have eaten raw food too I would have eaten raw food too, and then done them all night like Samantha did. Just saying. Hey man, I'm I'm just saying. I, I don't that. know that I would go that far. No, I, I would. I'm not. I'm not ashamed. I'm married, so I, these things can actually happen. <laughs> hey, live your life, Kel. Live your life. <laughs> is my is is my brunette bias about to kick in? I think it is. Not for me, but y'all y'all have fun. Send me a postcard. Hilarious. I would accept, like, an artful Polaroid of him tied to a chair. Jeez. I mean, who wouldn't? But I, guess. I have I good taste. I agree. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, for the next round, does it keep it a bit interesting? I don't know how deep these competitors are actually going to go, but I want to put them in the bracket anyway. For the next matchup, we have Baird, who was the photographer of Charlotte when she uh, cross-dressed as a man uh, for that photo shoot. I wanted to put him in here mostly because, in a lot of ways, he's actually more open to experiences than it seems like most of his cast is. And I thought, even though he's kind of like a a one-off, you kind of forget about his character, other than him being in that kind of pivotal episode, I do think that he's kind of a good representation of if you just kind of have a guy or a person just in general that even talking about gender dynamics in this show, which I think this is like the only time that even really came up for the most part directly. Um, I just kind of wanted to give Baird some light. So am I rich yet? Getting there. Everyone. This is Baird, the artist. Hi. Hi. These are my friends. What inspired you to do this? I feel we have dual powers within each of us. Men could be very female, and women could be very male. Gender's an illusion. Sometimes a very beautiful illusion. He's going to be going against Maria, who was uh, (laughs) uh, Samantha's lesbian romance for like three episodes. And I'm going to take the first vote. I'm going to go Baird. I think Maria... She was just too much. It was just too much. Like, it's one of the things that we kind of grown to realize about Samantha, you know, for the context, confines of what relationships are. They just don't seem to be her thing. And 
I think her character Maria's was a bit of a nag, which, which you know, sucks. But I mean, that's kind of what we got to work with. Even when it first happened, and even in the rewatch, I was upset when Samantha and Maria broke up. So I'm going Maria oh, simply for that. I, okay. I I care. I knew the arc wasn't meant to last. I know they had their issues, but I did like them together. And I and again talking about potential. I, I saw things and it made me feel things and I was upset when uh when they broke up again. I never liked to watch that episode. So Maria it is. I feel really conflicted on this one. This is a really hard one for me. Ooh, uh, yes. Because I wanna believe that a good photographer who's a wonderful person and takes good photos and uh, validates all of the wonderful feelings that good photos can get you and is willing to talk maturely about your gender identity and all that good stuff all exist. <laughs> but That's I a lot to one. ask. It's a big ask, yeah. But I also, I, I kind of agree with Kellen in a lot of ways, but I think I have to give it to Baird because I do think that this was the best way that that conversation was handled by the show. And I don't yes. even know that I have to give it to him for that as much as I have to the writer's room for that. Yeah. Oh, man. And I, I th- kind of wish that he had been able to come back so that some of those conversations could have. Yeah, if they would have brought him back and they kind of circled back to that. That, that would have been pretty interesting in, in the right writer's hands. Yeah. Um, but no, oh, that's a good that's a good upset. I I like that upset. I really like that pick. So the next round we have three seed Steve Brady versus Sean, and Sean is the uh, the bi man that Carrie dated in that episode. So if there was this really good looking guy walking towards you, and across the street was a really beautiful girl. Hey, Carrie, come on. Could you stop making this all about sex? It's not, you know, it's about the person. You. I'm crazy about you. (laughs) The way you smell. The way your upper lip tastes. It may not have been all about sex, but it was for the next two hours. We will let Kat go with this one first, so who we ride I'm voting for the bi man. Protect bi men. Oh, okay. I'm like, this this show did not do that. This show used him as a punchline and a punching bag over and over and over again. And I think that's horse shit. Protect by men. And if you're bi and in a straight relationship, you're still bi. Fight me. Happy Pride Month, fuckers. Yes. Absolutely, Kellen. You gotta follow up that one, boy. Uh, <laughs> Steve is a high seed, Kellen. So where are we going, Kellen? Are we going Steve or going Sean? Hey, what's up, everybody? WWE Hall of Famer, the Godfather here. Special shout out to B Hyphen. And Handsome Bane for the Wrestlecast Power Hour. And it's available everywhere. Podcasts or streams. So everybody check them out. You know the Godfather will. And it's time once again for everybody at the Hyphen Podcast Group to come aboard the Ho Train. 
smell your later, sweaty marks. Cat has valid points. Sean deserved better. Steve is ultimately that guy next door that any woman can see herself falling in love with. The goofiness, the, the sweetness, that stupid smile of his, the arguments that he had with Miranda. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to those. Man, but Cat made some really good points. <laughs> it didn't take much. Wow. Steve. I, I understand if it has to be Steve, but Steve. I, I wanted to get those out on, on the roof. No, and I, and I appreciate that take. Um, because for worse, I'm sure that they haven't have struggled to come out to their parents because their parents think that all bisexuals are the sex in the city view of bisexuality. Or even even the like the way that they don't let Freddie Mercury come out as bi in, in the Queen biopic because that would imply that he's greedy. So he must, he must pick. <laughs> so he, he must, must, must penis or vagina for life. No middle ground. So, no middle you know, dick. I just want to throw that out there to support, support the, the fellow bi tribe. And that's amazing. Since I'm not the deciding vote, I'm going to say Steve. Whoa. Kelly, you don't sound very confident in that no, vote, I'm guy. Com- I'm confident, but, but I, Kat, Kat was very convincing, man. Cat was very convincing. I, I love Steve. I'm going to put Steve through. I was going to vote Steve before Cat made that promo. That promo almost convinced me, but I'm still with <laughs> Steve. I mean, Cat cuts a hell of a promo, and she did an amazing job. She did an amazing effort, and it's definitely noted and on the record. But we we not picking against Steve Brady in this bracket. And well, in this pick, I would say this pick. I I, I understand, and I I respect your choice. Thank you for your consideration, gentlemen. That, that was amazing. You argued better for Sean than for Miranda. <laughs> I get one per episode. I don't control where it goes. Hey, fuck it. And we're the beneficiaries of it. So that's we're all, all the winners. Absolutely. And speaking of wieners, for the last round of the first round, we have uh, Alex versus uh, Richard, which these are two these are two fucking dickheads. So uh, I I don't even know where to start with this these two fuck faces. <laughs> like like Alex never loved Carrie. Carrie never loved him. Yet she uprooted her life. We won't go down the European travel episode again uh but he's just not a good dude and richard he kind of i don't know if it really falls in the category of gaslit but he basically hounded samantha for a relationship and when she finally gave in he cheated on her anyway which is mega trash so ooh, I, I don't know how to pick this one big trash i guess i'll <laughs> talk about I unsure I'll, i know this this is the shittiest one i think I'll, I'll go Richard, I guess. I can't pick Alex, so I'll I'll do Richard. I don't like it, but I'll do Richard. Uh, that's ugh. This is hard. Yeah. Because Super they're both scummiest scums. Yeah, and like I really don't feel like either of them learned very much. No, they didn't. From from them, like it. Alex did this to some other girl right after Carrie, easily. I think I might have to go Alex just because he got the show to Paris. Like he served his narrative. <laughs> he served his narrative purpose. He was there so Carrie could end up in Paris. And he did that. 
he got her there. All right. Uh, well, that's not a lie. You're right about that, Kellen. You have the you have the the tie breaking vote. All right. Uh, so so I, I'm ready to go. So Richard is short for the name Dick. Alexander is short for Alex. While Richard may be a dick, he never hit. Fuck Alex. Richard advances. All right. Uh, <laughs> Don't put hands on Carrie, yo. Sorry. Uh, all right. hands on Carrie. That is more than fair. Even yes. if she's hella problematic, needs to be burned at the stake, she's still a woman. Fuck you, buddy. Maybe just don't hit anybody. Even yeah. better. Even better. Unless you're fucking Dan Housen. Maybe stop throwing hands. Okay, thanks. <laughs> all right. So we have advanced the first round. So now we're off to the second round, which is going to heat up. I'm pretty sure I can confidently say in this round, one of the matchups is Steve versus Richard. I can confidently say Steve's going to sweep this one. Oh, we're going yeah. backwards. Yes. That's all right. easy. No, that's, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting that one out the way. We, we don't need to spend time on that one. So we have the number one C big versus Siobhan in the second round. Cat, how we, how we voting on this one? Is it, <laughs> if we want to have a monumental upset in the second round, you let us know. We, I mean, Kellen was almost talking to upsetting Steve in the first round. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just frantically scrolling back and forth between their pictures, trying to feel like not feel bad, but it's not trying happening. to feel something. <laughs> yeah, because at this, at this point, I just feel fucking men, and we're not even like it's not even even bad yet just don't think about chris noth the way he looks in 2021 jeez uh, i like steve steve's hot he's got the the brunette thing that i like his, his hair is good keep him so for big versus siobhan oh fucking hell <laughs> yeah I, I vote i vote third party i have no interest in this she, she took steve over big and siobhan <laughs> i was so confused i was like yeah no that's me. my final answer I've, I've I've tapped in finally. I I think I have to give it to Big just because he like did more stuff in the show. But like, uh, uh, burn him at the stake. Kels, how we going? We going Siobhan? We going uh, Big Papa? We going Big Papa? Big Papa Pump? We doing it? Scott okay. Stein. All right, Cat. I'm voting Siobhan. We know. Oh, but <laughs> I'm Siobhan. Marcus is your Smith. You're looking at Siobhan like, hey, what's up, bro? Hey. I'm trying to be in that Darren Star rap world with you, bro. If you talk. If you look at how Siobhan was, other than his his uh shitty sister, he was manageable. He could have been around for a while, but I'll give him the, the consolation vote. So Big has advanced over Siobhan. He is in the final four with with uh Steve. The next bracket that we have is going to be Harry Goldenblatt versus Robert. Oh. Robert. Surprising. Why, Robert? You know, on this one, it really came down to looks. <laughs> I can't lie. Christ. I'm I mean, a hey. Robert is yeah. my piece of meat this time out, and he's advancing past Harry Goldenblatt. As much as I love Harry's character, I'm going to go Robert. I want to see what happens. We're going to mix things up. Might not mean anything. It could. And in a second, it could mean something. Cat, how are you picking Harry or Robert? 
I'm picking Harry. I like his character. I think that he is a really lovely space for Charlotte to end up in. And like, I, I like him. He's got a couple comedic moments that aren't real fucking problematic, which is nice. Soup and the tenderloin of pork. What's with the face? I didn't make a face. I said pork, you went. <laughs> well, it's just I'm confused. I mean, you can order pork, but you can't get serious about a future with me because I'm not Jewish. And from the meat market to the marriage market. Charlotte, it doesn't work that way. I'm not kosher. I'm conservative. I'm conservative, too. Yeah, well, my conservative doesn't have anything to do with wearing pearls. Look, I know what you're thinking, okay? Why did I let things get this far without talking about this? Why did I sleep with you? Why did I even kiss you? Why did you? Because I couldn't not kiss you, not sleep with you, not see you. Believe me, I never thought a shiksa goddess like you would fall for a putz like me. You're not a putz. Do you even know what putz means? Yes. Schmuck. You sure you're not Jewish? Oh. <laughs> it's a welcome change. Sometimes it's nice when we can enjoy things because they're not problematic. <laughs> Harry's a very nice, sweet young man. I think Charlotte ended up with him was, I would say, a pretty good pick, pretty good match. Like I said, I really liked when his character was first introduced and he's kind of brought in, and I think that's all. I think that's all great. But I'm going with Robert the Tax Man. Robert will be advancing and upsetting Harry in the second round. Let's uh, go! I would not expect that Robert to make those final four. That's funny, but uh, he's a tax man, so. He has to advance. And for the second round, the last pick is going to be Smith versus Baird. So for this one, I love the Bear character and what he represented. His one episode, a lot of Dion Waiters vibes. I'm going to go with Smith, though. I'm, I'm going to vote Smith. Even though I think ultimately him and Samantha don't necessarily belong together, I think that for the qualities that Smith brought to the table for who he was, I do think he's one of the best guys the show actually had. Really thoughtful, really caring kind of guy, and so I'm going to go Smith. Uh, I'm going to also go Smith. Like I said, not not for me, but I like what he did a lot. I like who he was a lot. I liked how they wound up, even if it wasn't necessarily like right for them. I still bought it. It was solid. I liked it. He's good. All right. Can we make a sweep? Uh, absolutely. Smith Jared advances. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Malachi. And this is Alejandra. And you're sitting on the couch and your life is passing you by because you're not watching Insert Name Here. Catch us Wednesdays at 8 p.m. on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you missed us, you can catch us on Friday on Spotify and Amazon. Yeah, obvious nonsense, gang, gang. Hyphen Podcast Squad, you never take us down. All right, so we're at the final four, which... I think we're going to get down to nitty gritty. So in the first match, we have Big versus Robert. And in the second match, we have Smith versus Steve. So the first one, Robert versus Big. For this one, I've been riding heavy with Robert all night. He's excellent guy. Smooth, swabbed up in there. I think this may be where his run ends. So I'm I'm voting Big on the first one. Absolutely. Kellen, is this where Robert's run ends, though? 
as much as shit that I've given Big these four episodes, and as much as I'm a trash person for enjoying that character, I like Big. I've always liked Big. I know that he's hella problematic, burn him at the stake with Carrie, all kinds of problems, represents everything that we kind of rail against in 2021. To be completely honest with you. And Robert, man, like, he had a shorter time on the show. He made quite the impact. <laughs> quite the impact. I'm, I'm a, I will also vote for Big, though. I, I was trying to set this up where Robert, in my mind, could upset Big, but I just can't do it. Big, big advances. Cat, are you going to do the sweep? Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. The shoes are just too big. <laughs> the shoes are too big. Jeez. I see what you did there. I was gonna go for those are some big shoes to fill, but I didn't. I didn't know if that would land quite as well. Either one. Next up, I think this may be harder than the finals potentially, but uh, the final four we have Smith Jared versus Steve Brady, and I'm gonna go. I'm I'm going with my guy Steve. You know, I think Smith he capped one. One of the nice guys early off, but I think I think for this one I'm I'm rolling with Steve Brady, and he's the best part of the Miranda character, which is you know iffy, but I'm I'm going Steve. Cat, who we going Smith or Steve Brady? We're going Steve. I'm sorry, you're like, do you want a a nice brunette or a nice blonde? I'm gonna go for the brunette every time. I'm sorry. This is this is the one time I'm voting on looks and and yeah wow. respectfully run me over with your car. Kellen, would you made it a queen sleep? Sorry, I was thinking about Steve running cat over. That the interesting. Anyway, hilarious. <laughs> I believe there's a movie quote somewhere where the antagonist of the film tells the protagonist in the film something along the lines of "You're the best of all of us" and. Uh, Steve Brady is the best of all of us. So Steve Brady is advancing. All right. So he has made the finals against John. John James Preston. So John Jacob Bagelheimer Smith. <laughs> Carry your book upset me. <laughs> Every time we go out, you make poor choices around me. Maybe we shouldn't do anything tonight, but then we'll hook up in the morning. Hilarious. And then we'll hook up in the cab. And then I'll make fun of you with my friends because you, you touched a penis before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> All right. You stay so, classy, Big. So we have the matchup. We have Big versus Steve in the ultimate boyfriends and lovers bracket. So I'll let Kat kick us off with the first vote. Are we picking... John James Preston, we can see Brady as the lover, boyfriend, man, whatever of Sex and the City. Steve. It's Steve. It's Steve. He is Becky with the good hair, and I'm here for it. Kelly, you just said Steve is the man amongst men. Are we carrying that energy into the finals? No, we're not. Oh! Despite Steve being the best of all of us, and ultimately Steve being the better human being and character on the show, the show called Sex in the City begins and ends with everything in between, whether it was a high note, a low note, whether we liked it, whether we hated it. It begins and it ends. 
with John James Preston. And the movies continue that tradition as, as poorly as they did. The show is not the show without the enigmatic Mr. Big always hovering in the back of Carrie's mind. He's never too far away. Even when she's with Burger, she calls him and he's golfing just to say hello. You know, the show needs Big. I love you, Steve, and I'm sorry I have to do this to you, but I vote I vote for John James Preston. So it's all on me, huh? Kellen's correct in the sense that yeah, the show needs the functionality of what big serves. So throughout the entire, you know, I mean, it's really seven seasons and the two movies, big is intricate and in how Carrie kind of functions. But similar to how I think that Carrie is should not really be the star of this show. It really should be Samantha's vehicle. If we're looking at the best of what the men can do as far as who they are, as far as their their character, how they treat these women and you know, everything they have to bring to the table, I think we gotta have Steve as the number one for that. And by two to one, Steve Brady is the best man amongst the men of Sex in the City. So we're, we're going to give him that vote. People with I agree glasses, with that People with glasses prosper. So. <laughs> so, oh, that was my problem was I don't have glasses. That's why I couldn't. You couldn't see the vision. So <laughs> I was nah. going to vote against Kat no matter what, just to, just to kind of lay it up into your lap for the, the final answer. So uh, oh. uh, I agree with this conclusion, though. Well, there you go. So, <laughs> if you would have picked first, Colin, who would you have picked? I would have picked Steve. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would have picked Steve. I was having a, a binge mode moment while I was defending defending my character. Was what it was. Or do we need to do the third place game, or can we both agree that uh, Robert should be third place? <laughs> uh we can do it for shits and giggles. Who are we boning first, Robert or Smith? Robert. This is a hard question. I, I don't much care for it. I think yeah, I'm going to go Smith. I know, I know I said I didn't like him much, but I feel like, for me, personality fit is a big thing in Men I Take to Bed, and I feel like he, he is more likely to be a good personality fit for me in that regard. <sighs> <laughs> the contemplation on your face and then going with a... It's the waves, man. We want Robert. The waves are spinning. They they kept spinning the entire show, so we're gonna give the vote to spinning Robert. Like some dadas. Yeah, basically. So there you have it. So we have technically we have Steve taking first place, Big taking the gold, and Robert taking the bronze. I mean, Big taking the silver. Did I just say that? You said Big said gold. gold. Oh, Steve's taking. <laughs> C's taking the gold, big taking the silver. My bad. So I don't know. I think that was. I think that pretty shook out pretty well. Burger didn't get a single vote, so that's always a good thing. Absolutely. So yeah, man. Good job out of you guys. This is the last episode, then, right? Since we we did it all. Uh, if you want to watch your movies, mm-hmm. Kellen, no. Uh, no, no. Send me that what episode. Are, what are we going to do? Tear them down for a whole hour? Nah, I, I already killed five hours watching those two movies, so I will not subject anyone can, else can to I doing hear that. Can I Jennifer Hudson impersonation again? <sighs> you got me all the way back. 
<laughs> you got me a Louis bag. I've been fighting my whole life for one Louis bag. You went to sleep, bro. Damn. You didn't do that one before. I want me a Louis bag, said Jessica Parker. Carrie Bradshaw, you're on set. <laughs> the only bag we can find is ugly. I want a Louis bag. I don't care what it looks like. Give me a Louis. <laughs> you just like transforms a fucking Louis demon for no fucking reason. <laughs> she, could, she could only be saved by Louis Vuitton. Saint Louis Vuitton. Help me, Louis. You're my only hope. Cat, do you have any final words about Sex and the City and this journey that we just completed together? That we started when we were watching, talking about it so many moons ago. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that this is, I, I have a couple things, if you don't mind. Uh, first of all, oh. men who said that they didn't want to listen to this podcast series and then asked me to explain it to them. Fuck you. Fuck you. I don't know. Second of all, uh, sleeping with under men and vanilla are not the same thing, nor are they necessarily uh, mutually exclusive. So do some fucking research, you goddamn clod. Third of all, uh, protect queer folks. Like, actually, there's more to life than white gay men. And you should maybe respect those people because they're people, too. And last but not least, somebody get that woman a goddamn Louis bag. <laughs> I want a Louis bag. No more rentals. No more fucking rentals. Give me a fucking Louis bag. I'm just now imagining Jennifer Hudson, like, slamming Sarah Jessica Parker into a display, being like, get me a bag! She was married to a wrestler at one point. <laughs> just quick just little hip toss. her into... Yes. The uglier, the better. The Mitch much pattern more, the better. <laughs> it's 2008. No one cares what it looks like as long as it's real. Basically, no one gives <laughs> the Louis Vuitton demon, demon, demoness, like Jesus Christ. Do you have any so, other final thoughts besides the Louis bag? I mean, on this journey you took, you, 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 sir, were the MVP of the podcast. You're the one who organized it and took this little idea we had off the on the side and made it into this real organic thing that we could all be a part of. And I appreciate you for doing that. And I appreciate you in general, but do you have anything else you want to say about sex and the city? Well, I appreciate that. I always appreciate kind words, especially coming from you, Kellen. I think rewatching sex in the city. It's a good experience, but it's a good experience. And it's a good bookmark for the late nineties, early two thousands of, how we treated sex in America. A lot of it is a good experience. There's going to be a lot of points though, where it's going to be, you feel kind of really disappointed and let down by certain people. Overall, is this show worth it? I would definitely say yes. Even from the fact that if you look at it to use it as a teaching tool of what not to do, then yes, you can definitely use it for some lessons for that. Even though Sam will be in the third movie, it, it'll be big a big in a dress. Big in a dress. <laughs> big in a dress. Big in a dress. 
big in a dress. It'd be literally use the actor. He said he was coming back. So, yeah. Throw right. that whore in a makeup chair. Let's go. John Preston is now Jane Preston. No, oh, John, he's playing both, and they <laughs> never acknowledge it. I think that'd be more interesting. It would be. That'd be great. But yeah, it's it's a cool show. Don't fuck with the movies. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. That's all I got to leave y'all with. Callum, what you want to leave us with? My final thought. I. Once held the show in high regard, and I still do because the nostalgia maintains my my high regard. Uh, like most things, as as time passes, our our favorite things that we once thought were unfallible and untouchable and funny and smart and witty turn out to, as both you and Kat say, Marcus, uh, they turn out to age like milk. And there's a lot of aged milk on the show, but at the heart of it. Despite it all, despite what we thought about Carrie and Miranda, and Miranda, I'm sorry, I really tried to give you more episode, girl, I did. (laughs) Charlotte and Samantha, we go on a journey with these four women, and at the end of it, despite everything working against it, I ultimately think we're all better for it along the journey. I think it's still worthwhile in 2021. I think the stories and the conversation and the the dialogue with, between women as again as problematic as it could be at some at times i feel like it really showed a side of women where for the most part they were getting along and just dealing with the relationships along the way and they were truly best friends and we didn't see them snarking at each other and fighting over petty stuff like every few episodes just to shake things up a little bit shake up the status quo is samantha going to lead the friend group no you never had that it was always the core four and I definitely think it is worth a watch. Take it all with a grain of salt, please, because Lord knows if you don't, you're not going to get very far. You won't enjoy the show at all. But uh, I think it's a fun ride and one that everybody should uh, participate in at some point. Great idea. Not so great execution along the way, but it's still iconic. I didn't write that. I just made it up. <laughs> it's kind of... Su- well, I play, love... Play the music, folks. It's over. If we want to talk about career, like character arcs, how Charlotte pivoted from not giving blowjobs to eat an ass, that's a fucking arc, boy. Where is what? what? <laughs> how many times <laughs> we come back to the? I mean, it's amazing. <sighs> Follow cat. At cat underscore Trinity on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. Follow Marcus at showmatlove, S H O W I N M A D L O V on Twitter. Follow Kellen at B hyphen B H Y P H E N on Twitter and search hyphen podcast group on Instagram. Thanks for listening to the Great Sexpectations podcast series. We should do this again sometime. This is is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained? Happy Pride Month, fuckers.